You're listening to Catching the Word, a podcast produced by the Diocese of Trenton. In this installment, Father Gary Koch reflects on the readings for this Sunday. Sunday in the Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, Palm Sunday. Each of us stands either with Jesus or against him. St. Luke reports that on his entry into Jerusalem, Jesus was greeted by the whole multitude of his disciples. Certainly the crowds who came to Jerusalem for the Passover feast would have included many who had followed Jesus in Galilee. This must mean that in this crowd there are those whom Jesus has cured from any of a myriad of diseases. Among the assembled here likely is also Lazarus, who Jesus had raised from the dead a short time earlier. Perhaps here were present those who were fed by Jesus in the crowd with a mere few loaves and a few fish. Certainly all of them have heard Jesus preach, and likely many of them could recount parables that they had heard and various lessons that Jesus had taught them along the way. This was a crowd of people who knew Jesus well, and they are now poised to introduce him to the men and women of Jerusalem, as well as the pilgrims who have assembled from around the Roman world. There is no doubt in their minds that the promised Messiah, the great liberator of the people, is entering the city of David, the seat of the kingdom he is about to establish. They are here, not just to attend the great Passover feast, but to witness the events as they are about to unfold. This will be earth-shattering. These hosannas will not just echo through the streets of Jerusalem and its temple, but in the halls of the Senate in Imperial Rome. It is likely that this was not a spontaneous act, but one that was arranged by some of the disciples in the crowd. Jesus knew well what to expect, and he allowed the crowd to hail his entry into the city. He knew, however, what they did not. He knew that he was never going to be acclaimed king, and that his messianic mission looked nothing like what this crowd wanted or expected. While Jesus smiles and acknowledges the throng of disciples present, he must certainly ache inside contemplating what will unfold over the next several days. We do not really know what the crowd expected to happen when Jesus arrived in Jerusalem. No army accompanied him, so they could not realistically expect an insurgency that would result in his coronation as their king. Perhaps they expected a divine intervention akin to Moses leading the Israelites across the Red Sea, as God would act intentionally in their time to reestablish his kingdom there. There might even have been those who imagined that the Romans would leave peacefully in the presence of the anointed of God. As 600 years has passed since the last king sat enthroned in Jerusalem, their hearts are filled more with romanticized imagery than with nostalgia for the past. Whatever any of them hoped for, none of this will happen. By the end of the week, this king, and he is a king, wears not a gilded crowd, but a crown of thorns forged as a sign of his rejection and as a mockery of any of his claims of kingship that he or this crowd might have had. This moment of exclamation and enthusiasm will give way rather quickly to dissatisfaction and rejection. While likely some in this crowd will turn on Jesus by the end of the week 
and infamously shout, crucify him, it is probably a different crowd at the end of the week altogether. But it is not just this crowd who will need to change their entire perspective on Jesus. The twelve also begin to have ambitions, questions, and doubts. Quickly, their thoughts turn to their own positions within the kingdom. They know they are the inner circle. They begin to jockey for positions. They argue over which one of them is the most important. Yet within days, they too will be shattered. One of them, Judas the Iscariot, will betray Jesus to the authorities, destroying any hope of a messianic kingdom. When the moment comes and Jesus is arrested, they will all abandon him. They wanted to be rulers in this kingdom, but they did not want to have to put their own lives on line to earn it. Their days will come well into the future. Even the chief among them, Simon Peter, although he follows along to see how the events will unfold, will himself deny Jesus not once, but three times. So it is with us. Holy Week begins. Here each of us stands in one crowd or another, either welcoming Jesus as Messiah or rejecting him in favor of the kingdoms of this world. You have been listening to Catching the Word with Father Gary Koch. You can listen to or download his weekly reflections and other topics of interest at dioceseoftrenton.org backslash podcasts. Catching the Word is a podcast produced by the Diocese of Trenton.